Alrighty, well, start us off. Look guys, we're starting something new. We're not sure what we're gonna be calling it. Uh, as long as I'm bringing you guys value, that's all I care about. So uh, again, the topic's still gonna be what I talk about, entrepreneurship, technology, maybe a little sports in there, um, whatever experience, comes whatever comes up. Yeah. A very big part of me is uh, self-development and taking self-development, what I've learned for, from it and putting it into, uh, into business and sharing my experiences along the way. We don't really know what we're going to call this podcast playlist quite yet, but... Oh yeah, guys, this is our original podcast. Uh, we started, we video record everything just in case we, we need uh, um, the content for other things. But this is going to be 100% original to uh, podcast. If you guys aren't following us, aren't following me, um, we're going to have the link somewhere here or there. Or, or in your ears. Never, never here. <laughs> Plaster that right over your face. Put like in my heart, man. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> you should keep that. I'm gonna get that. <laughs> it's hard talking. Um, yeah. So, well, it'll be every Friday coming out, right? This, yes. this podcast, and it'll just kind of be uh, eight o'clock Pacific Standard Time, I think, is what yeah, we'll be. Eight, eight, nine. Whatever. Anytime. In the morning. In Friday the morning. mornings. Um, kind of what I guess. Weekly wrap. What happens in the week? Trends. Anything that we kind of. Uh, this week, I've just got a lot of technology stuff. Um, kind of how this, kind so, of we were talking. I've got some topics and articles I'll just read out to you and we can discuss. Okay, sounds good. All right. Yeah, that was a lot. Okay. Kind of, let's just start off, you know, what we were talking about last week's, on last week's episode, which goes live actually probably in three minutes. Um, three minutes, check it out. Check it out. Just how technology is. One shaping our world, shaping the way we do business, shaping business itself, and adapting to that. And if you just want to touch on that and and how maybe let's say how you have have approached technology or use technology um, in your business. Technology to me is just, I can't think of any part of my life where I'm not using technology. That's from from reading a book to uh, communicating um, to you know, everything work-related. It's such a big part of my life. I don't know, man. I, I, just, I just can't live without it. Yeah. Like, like, sure, I can get by without it, but, uh, you know, access to information, sure. If I'm on vacation, I'm putting that stuff away. I'm going to enjoy it. I might take it out just to take some photos with places, but just for me to get by today, like, uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what I'll do without it. It seems strange to think that, like, there are still people operating business without jumping on, you know? Yeah, tr true. Like, t I guess that's kind of the thing, right? It's true, but the, here's, a, here's another thing. Maybe the founder is not using it, but there's people in the office using yeah, it, Yeah. right? So we just got to be somewhat, uh, not careful, but it's happening, right? Mm -hmm. Where, you know, I don't know what, like, like for us instance, I use technology. Do I know anything about the camera and, the, and yeah. this stuff here? Yeah. No, I don't. But I know somebody that that does. You're a coder now, though. But yeah, I'm a coder, guys. I'm an Amazon coder now. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, that was interesting yesterday. Yesterday, I yeah. spent time. Uh, we want to get some stuff on uh, Alexa. Um, Alexa, stop. On uh, 
you know him. Briefing on our uh, what do you call it? Uh, flash briefing, and also Google has uh, something as well. So I was just learning into it, and I started. Um, I'm not sure if that's the word coding, but uh, I started uh, writing script and changing things around and. But see, that's an ex a good example of what exactly we're talking about. You know, nowadays with YouTube and whatever else, to learn what you need to do, you knew there was something. Okay, you wanted to get this done. Boom, done, and within what? You I know, think what you know what I was when I was younger. I wanted to build a go kart, yeah. right? Like that's what I wanted to do. I had to go to the library, right? Go to the special section, <laughs> right? Ask for it, and then they go in there, and they and I don't think they even had a book. I think they had like this big plan that you had to do, and then it's like, okay, I want this. Well, these are the the special ones. They don't leave the the library, right? Oh, yeah. then you got to go to photocopier, photocopy this stuff, and then oh, I don't have money, and bank cards did not exist, so you got to go to the bank. Yeah, like. That stuff today is. <laughs> There's no Amazon order all the materials you need and yeah, figure out what you need to do like and free clicks. Go right? to Google and just like you know somebody will have something, or even better, go to YouTube and they'll, they'll teach you how to damn do yeah. the thing, right? It's like so much. Man, I, I I wish I was a child today in school. Yeah. Like. Well, let's. I had an article here actually. Let's get on that subject. Yeah. So this is from. This has come from Forbes. Um, according to an analyst at Goldman Sachs, America's young, why is this doing this to me? America's youngest generation, Gen Z, was born after 1998, are now entering their formative years and rising in influence and nearly 70 million strong. Uh, 70 million, huh? 70 million, the eldest of which are now entering college and or the workforce. This yeah. group will soon outnumber their millennial predecessors. Um, millennials are not children anymore. In fact, most of them are older than 35. Uh, this is going Hey, you're, you're Z. Are no. You, no? No, I'm, I'm, I'm millennial. Oh, uh, you're one of those people. After, yeah, I'm one of those, the good ones. The, I'm an ex. The one that gets all the attention from the mainstream. The drama. Yeah, it's all good. Right. Keep all eyes on me. The DPs, the drama people. Yeah, DPs, director <laughs> of photography. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, so Gen Z is the first generation born with devices in hand and are radically different than millennials. So maybe let's touch on that because you just said, you know, you wish you were a kid today. Like even I, I was born in 93, but even I, know that slight transition. I wasn't born with devices in hand, but it was pretty damn soon that that was kind of the thing. Yeah. I always had a computer and stuff, but now it's like, you know, I don't even know when, when, when is an appropriate time. People to don't even know. Smartphone, there, there's the, I think it's an Apple or Microsoft commercial that was out uh, maybe six months ago where there's a kid playing outside on his yeah, phone on the, and the mom comes, comes out like, uh, hey, so-and-so, get off your computer. And he looks, it's like, mom, what's a computer? <laughs> yeah, it was. A, she had the iPad or something. She had the iPad, yeah, right? Yeah, I remember that. Was it an iPad? I think it was, or maybe it was a phone. Like, or whatever she it was, was drawing it, or something. Yeah, it, it, it was either Microsoft or it was. Uh, it, was it was Apple, was Apple commercial. Apple. Sounds familiar. And uh, like, uh, yeah, that's that's it, man. That's so how is that changing like the workforce? And are thinking, you know, well, like in 10, 20 years like, when these kids are growing up. What I was just saying is like, I I, I wish I was a, a, a child today because, uh, you know, all, all the struggles are, for me, as in learning, I can. Go to YouTube, find whatever it is, learn from there, and, and carry mm -hmm. on. Right? Not like sitting in front of a classroom with with somebody yapping away about 
whatever. Maybe it was interesting, but just because how they put it together, I didn't want to listen to them. How do you think that will change the way education works? Because education is known to be very rigid. So, so here's my thing. I think teachers want the change. I think they're pushing the change. Mm. But I think the status quo that we have in corporate as well, all those banks there, where you got guys that are 80 years old that have no clue on what's going on today in, in today's world. Yeah. Right. They're just basing everything back on, you know, whenever they started, and this was this was the norm, and and it's not right. And I, and and teachers are the same. I think teachers are, they're pushing for that change because, you know, every student can't learn that way. Yeah. But I think it's the ones that the policymakers maybe on and and teachers' cases a lot of the the government and their policies up there, whatever it is. When's that change gonna happen? I, I don't know, but I think technology will definitely be a, a big part of it. But like, you know, one of these, like once Amazon and Google and Apple and all these billions and billions and billion dollar companies, when are they gonna step in and say, hey, look, you know, we need to change this ourselves? Government catching on to it, right? Well, that would be my next point to that is, is policy even gonna really matter at some point where it's just gonna come to the point where people and and let's say private sector and learning people who are learning are just doing things on their own and it's then you know it's happening right now yeah like like amanda's niece and nephew right I, they're like oh school is so boring school is this and that i'm like yeah i get it but look this is where you guys make your friends mm. this is what responsibility if you can learn one thing from school is you have responsibilities it starts at whatever it is nine o'clock you need to get ready. You need to pack your lunch. You need to get there in time. You need to listen. You need to engage. Yeah. Need to make friends. Sure, there's going to be fights. There's going to be arguments. Learn that stuff. This kind of stuff's going to teach you later on in life, mm. right? And that value to me is more important than fucking history. Who fucking cares? I don't care about the damn history. But there are some people that do. Yeah, there's some people that do, go right? Go on to use it or math. Or yeah, or, or like science. Ma math, yeah. For, certain, for me, need... math was important, right? Yeah. But to a certain level. Yeah. But everyone's got, I mean, we still need surgeons and doctors and yeah, gas, right? Sure. But like that percentage is what? You can't yeah. You can't focus the all your students into this one style of learning. Mm. This is not, yeah. not right. Yeah. It's not... How about the how about the trades guys in there? Yeah. How about the photographers or the editors or the coders? Yeah. There's nothing for them there, yeah. right? All you, you know, he's so school's important to learn your social skill, to learn all this other uh, life skills. I think it's very important for that. I remember there's a TV show when we were younger, and um, I think it was Saved by the Bell. Zach Morris goes, uh, I love school, too bad classes get in the way. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, you know what, that's right, that's right. Because besides business, you know, one of the things I always look back is my childhood and the best times I had was actually in school, mm. right? The pranks, the the sports, the, the messing around. Kids still gotta be kids, right? Kids gotta be kids, yeah. I think I guess that's what you're saying, just the importance of being a kid and how yeah. it translates and even into when else being you gonna adult, be a right? kid you know you can be a kid when you're an adult but you still have responsibilities to be a fully child is 
That's your age, man. Like, from the day you're born to, like, my worst thing was getting a driver's license. <laughs> like, the fun stopped once you got a driver's license. Could not wait. 14, 15, 16. I'm going to start learning driving. I'm going to start driving. The day you get your license, the bike gets pushed into the garage. Mm-hmm. And nobody goes bike riding anymore. Right, oh, like, I got insurance, I got gas, I got... Yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh, it's cool, you know what, we're going to go and we're going to jump in a car, we're going to drive here, we're going to drive there, and where are you driving to? Bikes, man, were like so much fun. All right, um, I, I will talk, I meant to ask before, we talked about it over there when we shot for the last episode, I don't think I included it though in the episode, um, so we'll talk about it here, is do you think that you can get ahead in business without staying up to date in technology or without utilizing technology and its advancements uh, today? Yes. If you hire somebody that does that handles all the technology. But no. Well, that's what I mean, whether you're doing it or not. Whether you're doing it or not, somebody in your team has to, yeah. has to know it. Like, no. there's no, like, how is it going to communicate? Right? Like, I was on an email thread yesterday where, um, a client goes, we don't have a printer and a scanner. Can you guys send me a document where I can sign on the phone? It's like, yeah. Like, I don't know why that wasn't said in the first place. Like, I have it because I had it for the last, you know, decade. But am I going to be spending money on, on stuff like that? No. So, and oh, oh, sorry, hold on. And also saving money. Like, technology saves so much money. Holy smokes. Like, if I'm looking at like the accounting side, bookkeeping, you know, like there's apps out there today. Do you that think that the thinking is backwards though? Like it was like, oh, I have to spend five thousand dollars on a on a on this. No, on it's not backwards. It, 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 that was the norm. Yeah. Right. These things change with generations. Yeah. That's all it is, man. Yeah. Like everything changes with generations. Mm-hmm. Right. Like some of them will start learning it, and then the next generation come in. Like everything changes. Like a lot of my builder clients, like dad started the business in 1980s kids were born during that time now are running the company now they're battling heads because one wants to be very dominant on on social media and mom and dad doesn't want that you know it's bad image for us but mom and dad are looking at their demographic and they're not on it but the kids looking at your demographic is not doing anything mine is this is the next generation so they're butting heads there All right, moving on, slightly, but along. Yeah. Let's uh, let's kind of segue into a couple of questions to wrap it up. Mm-hmm. It's from Adam. Developing a new program to transform entrepreneurs' mindset was one thing that you would want in a course or program to transform to an transfer entrepreneurs' on, mindset. Mindset. mindset on a course, a self-development part. So something like an ego check kind of would be for you, you think? Yeah. What drives me, what slows me down, what my environment, the energy that I need. If I don't have that, I'm in the wrong place. Like that, that kind of stuff. That that to me is way more important than business. And I think that has to be fixed in, in, in entrepreneurship first. Gotcha. Speaking of mindsets, this is from Beth. Would you trust a mindset coach that takes antidepressants? Yeah, probably. Yeah? Yeah, because they know they have a problem. They're working on it, and they're there they're to assist. It to me, just comes down to who that person is, how they're affecting me, 
if the if the energy's there like I get a feeling when some somebody works somebody doesn't work and you probably seen that when people came in and mm. the reason I'm going with this one person is because of the energy in the room mm. that I got from them yeah now is that person more experienced or less experienced I don't whatever. know yeah whatever but the the core the absolute core the foundation um, is what they bring to the table and from Ryan my daughter wants to have her own YouTube channel she's nine what to do? Do it. Monitor. But uh, somebody has a passion, especially a child. Do everything you can. It's like, mom, dad, I want to go play hockey. I want to play football. I want to play basketball. You tell them no. Mm-hmm. This is a new sport, right? Like it's it's a. If you want a channel, go. Have a channel. Just be a parent. Be a loving parent and, and support them and monitor what they're doing. If they're cursing and doing all this other stuff, and if they want to be little Tay, then you know deal with them there. But uh, monitor as you would anything else, I guess, right? Yeah, exactly. You want to, your kids go to the mall, but you just okay go at nine years old, and a lot of parents do that. Oh yeah, don't for don't worry, it's all good. Probably is, but you know the same thing on on any social media platform, not not only YouTube, any platform. Monitor a lot of things in place. Learn it. And I think a lot of parents don't want the kids to go on there because they don't know it. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. How would you manage if you had a kid, your child? Mm-hmm. How would you manage your child receiving comments? Or let's not say negative criticism, but we all know how the internet can be. Mm-hmm. How would how would you temper that? How would you manage that with, with your child? Say they were nine, well, and they, they start a YouTube channel. And well, so me, we're building a team. I'll have one person strictly on staff to handle his or her brand. That's what I would do. And see everything going on. Yeah. Right? Like, be the administrator. Take a look at it. How you guys responded back? Okay, blah blah blah. If you have, my personal opinion, I think if you have an open dialogue with your with your child, yeah, your child will come to you regardless for everything. I go to my parents for anything because I have an open, open dialogue, and it works for me. I don't need to hide anything, mm-hmm. right? And as long as that is open for the child, and they can go and talk to their parents about anything. It's the concern here. Yeah. But yeah, for for me, I would, I would. Uh, hey, look, so and so, why don't you? Uh, th- th- this is a brand that we have, right? It's a charity brand. <laughs> uh, and, and and monitor it. Hmm. You can see everything that goes out. Would you delete those comments before your child saw them? If it's left, or... if it's threatening, yes. If it's yeah. bullying, yes, for sure. A hundred percent. And then I'll have a chat with them. Yeah. But if not, it's like, okay, f- fair enough. You know what? And and question why to what's going on. And talk to them. Yeah. Right. Just kind of go through it as it goes, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. So just going to say, speaking of YouTube channels. Oh yeah. Like, uh, de- definitely guys, if you like this video, click the like button, um, comment below. Always love to hear. Your comments. I'm thinking uh, on the podcast. Subscribe page. button too. Podcast listeners, check out our YouTube page. We'll have a link right on the podcast, so you can click on there. YouTube search Sunil Prasad, S-U-N-I-L-P-R-A-S-A-D, the number 360. That's Sunil Prasad 360. That's pretty much my handle all across all social media. Yeah, we'll just add links to uh, to all of our pages. Sweet, right on. Awesome. 
Alright guys, uh, we'll continue this on next week. Until next time, are we still living it up? Absolutely, we're still living it up. Live it up guys, live <laughs> it up.